0: Today, in our new installment of Climate Change Talks, we have the opportunity to discuss with Kenda Sousa from the UK Department of International Development, also known as DEFID, and who is responsible for the DEFID-IDRC partnership to build climate resilience in Africa and Asia. The program is called CARIA. If you like what you hear and want to find more about CARIA, you can find the CARIA.net link in the description box. So hi, Ken. Hello. Uh, thank you for, for talking with us today. My pleasure. Um, we, we are really glad that, that you're here. One thing we wanted to uh, we wanted to ask you is that what do you do and, and how could you describe your role uh, in climate change and development sphere?
1: So I'm a research manager, that's my title, uh, in the Department for International Development in the United Kingdom, so UK aid, basically. Um, and I sit in a team that deals with research, I sit Research and Evidence Division, as my title suggests. And um, we fund research focused on achieving development outcomes, and um, uh, the areas that of research that my team focuses on is climate change and climate change impacts, Um, energy, access to energy, um, water, water and sanitation, um, water resource management, um, and environment. So we're known as the climate, energy and water team for short. Um, And within that team I uh, um, help commission research that is focused on that range of, quite a broad range of topics. And and, um, the research is primarily aimed at two things really. It is generally providing global public goods to help support um, improved uh, knowledge and evidence globally on uh, essentially what works and what doesn't work in development practice. Um, But in particular, we're focused on reasonably short term in the scheme of research, and research is normally very uh, uh, long-term, uh, we're focused on research that will deliver impact, basically for uh, poor people, helping um, uh, the course of development globally. Um, we largely focus on Africa, but but we also focus on uh, South Asia and, and and other areas, as it is a um, in some cases. Um, important as a kind of uh, to compare and contrast things and uh, provide a kind of global public good Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of broadly what I do Um, we uh, commission research um, with uh, partners both directly ourselves and with partners so we partner with IDRC for example in the the, the carrier project Um, we partner with the Dutch in other projects we partner with the UK research councils so we we partner with a range of institutions to deliver uh high quality um, impactful research um, and then part of my job is to help uh, design those programs to deliver them to monitor and evaluate them, and then you know go through the whole kind of cycle so that that's mm-hmm. in a nutshell what i do
0: yeah that that's quite complex <laughs> not really but um Um, I'm I'm just going to kind of build up on on what you say uh, regarding your partnership. So just to give a bit of background, so you work on Caria, uh, which uh, have been going on since 2012 Mm -hmm. and uh, going to an an end um, next year. And um, one of the highlight of Caria and since early on is the hot spot approach. Right, right. And uh basically I just want to know uh how does this, this Hotspot approach emerge and and where did it come from?
1: Okay. Um so hotspots is not a new concept for a start. Um you know it I think originally um comes from uh biodiversity um uh the biodiversity field. Um and we to to look at why we developed Carrier from a kind of hotspot perspective. I guess you've got to go back to the predecessor program to Carrier. Uh, our relationship with IDRC has been long running, and we used to have a joint program called Climate Change Adaptation in Africa (CCAA), and that was really focused on, as the name implies, Africa. Um, and I think if I'm if memory serves, you well, there was about forty or forty-two separate. Uh, individual research projects. It was largely um, uh, focused on community-based uh, um, uh, research and um, action research uh, in, in its kind of um, its approach. Um, when that project finished, which was very successful and 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 um, we were very pleased with its uh, with, with its outcomes. However, we decided that we wanted to um, to move it to the next level and and actually have a kind of global research program. However, doing one single global research program was kind of you know obviously you know such a huge um, scope; it's uh, not really feasible for uh, to, to to operationalise something like that. So we looked for different ways that we could do a global research program but but actually in 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 kind of reasonably meaningful and and um, practical kind of uh, um, chunks Um, we did a bit of scoping work jointly with IDRC and some of the early scoping or some of that scoping work came up with this idea that there were some hot spots so areas of particular um, uh, vulnerability to uh, projected climate change and, and so it was really from that uh, from that scoping work that was done that this idea of looking at areas of the world where what was what is still termed the climate signal, i.e. the the, the strength of likely change, um, is going to be highest, and overlay that that map, if you like, with a map of where the most Vulnerable and the largest number of poor, vulnerable people are, and when you do that, you get these what we've called hotspots. Um, we obviously had quite a large range of choice, so so we had to narrow it down a little bit. So um, we selected the the three that we have now, um, a little bit uh, based on um, a combination of uh, that that process plus areas of the world that we were. Uh, Diffid in particular was specifically interested in so Africa and South Asia okay. um, so that's how we arrived at that spot so it was wasn't just sort of like um, it, it was accumulation uh, culmination rather of a, a, a series of thinking that brought us to that
0: um and process. do you think that uh, uh, this process helped achieve like um, well have helped bring some of the achievement Uh, from carrier that you wouldn't have had if you had uh, used another process?
1: That's difficult to say really. I mean I think time will tell that whether this this was actually a a, a useful construct or not. Um, We think so at the moment. It provides a different um, way of looking at things. Part of the idea was that we wanted to be able to compare and contrast Strategies that were adopted in in different contexts, but with some similarities So if you think about the semi-arid regions, they're quite broad. It's a large number of different contexts and if you were able to compare and contrast how you know some problem has been approached in you know, maybe southern Africa compared to some part of the Sahel compared to some part of Central Asia you might be able to compare and contrast things where some aspects are similar and some aspects different so it helps you draw out you know it's easier to draw out and compare findings and, and identify particular things that may help deliver something that works versus something that doesn't so that was part of the reasoning that actually this was just as a, 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 experimental design which just allowed you to compare and contrast things a bit uh, in a different way than is traditionally done Um, whether that's actually been successful I think you know I'll leave others to judge but um, but it it has brought a different way of looking at things and it has brought that and a possibility of looking at this thing about how do you scale successful initiatives that you know we've, we've we've done lots and lots of research projects and pilots or whatever you want to call them where we've gone to a single community somewhere it's proved very successful but we really then struggle to sort of move whatever has been done at that community level to to scale and and so this was a way of trying to say well maybe if we look at it in a different light through a different sort of construct that might help us identify those things
0: and do you, is there, do you think there's any lessons learned uh, from this uh, climate hotspot approach that can be applied, let's say, to the Sustainable Development Goals, for example?
1: Well, I think there are some that, um, I mean, it's this issue about scaling, I think, mm-hmm. really, that, that we really want to sort of try and identify things that, that work more in, in, in a kind of generalizable way I know that's a kind of you know um, people always talk about wanting generalizable findings and that that the, the, the often they don't it's very difficult to do that because context is everything as also people say um, but I think we do want to to, to sort of move our research you know up into the scaling uh, in, in, into this area of trying to say well how do we scale up? things that work well and 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 not and um, unless we can we can do that we're really stuck in the kind of islands of excellence kind of um, area that we were before so so I think the the carrier project has been looking at um, you know what lessons uh, can be drawn from the kind of assessments and work in hotspots to 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 the SDGs Um, but again I think it kind of um, you know, uh, these things take time and it's difficult to know whether it's successful or not Mm -hmm. at this stage.
0: Okay, Um, I want to go on uh, when you were talking about um, the scaling up uh, some of the initiatives that have been started uh, with CARIA and go into the research into use, which is a big part uh, of um, CARIA. And uh, do you think that we along with the hotspot uh, approach this research into use uh, way of of doing research really um have contributed in terms of the outcome of of the program itself
1: well i'd like to think so i mean again <laughs> it's 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 uh, it's it's we're, we're still at a stage where um you know where, where the program is still on ongoing and um and there's maybe just a bit under a a year to go. (coughs) Like most research, you know, things tend to sort of like um, start slowly and and, and then accelerate towards the end. Um, I think we designed or or we operationalized, designed and operationalized um, carrier with impact in mind. So the research is not curiosity-driven, you know, the kind of classic... um, uh, basic research it is research for a purpose and the purpose is to uh, you know um, to uh, tackle poverty and and, and and accelerate development and so I think putting that at the beginning of the program as a whole and, and, and making uh, having an emphasis on that dimension right at the outset to, to concentrate minds of the researchers that, that this isn't about following their curiosity and you know um, producing papers in high impact journals stuff it is for a purpose it's development assistance funding it's not uh, standard research um, council funding and um, and therefore the research needs to be focused on impact Um, i think that's that has been um, i I wouldn't say it's unique because there are other programs that do the same as well but but actually, that approach, I think, has delivered um, uh, benefits as we go along. I think um, uh, the research has also, the research design has also uh, included um, uh, transdisciplinary approaches and um, multiple uh, institutional uh, partners in a, s- in a single consortia. So consortia are formed of. High-quality researchers in the kind of best academics, some of the best academics in the world, but they are partnered with uh, international development NGOs, national NGOs, quasi-government uh, partners, um, people who are focused on implementation. So that combination of of research partners and, um, uh, and 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 just you know the interactions between them has tended also to help shift things from just being research focused for researchers' sake to actually uh, trying to deliver results. And I think that has worked. I think we could do more of that, to be honest. I think um, uh, we've learned a lot about how to um, incentivize uh, the kind of research into use aspects and and um, uh, and a lot of learning has, has, has come out in that area from the carrier program. Um, but i think i think it has it has been reasonably successful in at least keeping our kind of um uh what would you say um feet to the fire in terms of we're here to deliver results f- that will affect the lives of peop- you know of, of poor people not not um necessarily uh high quality uh research papers although it's very important that the research that we do is of the best quality you know um Uh, bad research doesn't help anybody so so you know we need to ensure that the research we do is of the highest quality but then we need to also ensure that that research is focused on delivering outcomes for poor people
0: and how do you see that going forward like what kind of also what kind of challenges do you see in keeping the ball rolling
1: well there's lots of challenges (laughs) even with the ball stopped actually Um, uh, no, the, the, the challenge is really uh, these are these are complex problems that we're trying to tackle. Uh, there is no silver bullet. They're, they they require a good understanding of the the, the whole uh, um, the problem in, in, in its kind of holistic sense, and and that involves that requires an involvement of as we as I said earlier a kind of transdisciplinary team. Um, although although we've been talking about Interdisciplinarity and transdisciplinary approaches for a long time. In practice, actually, um, you know, uh, practices lag behind the kind of theory in, in a way. Um, so that's difficult. That's actually quite a difficult endeavor to put together. These are big um, problems, as I said. The, the teams are spread across m- many geographies, many institutions, each with their own culture and ways and norms of work working. So there's a lot to do, I think, in terms of just bringing the, 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 the range of players that you need to bring together to address difficult problems such that they just simply understand what each other saying and talk the same language and kind of have a similar conceptual framing of what, what it is they're trying to do. That takes time basically. So I think really we've made a good start. Uh, again I would say there's lots of other initiatives working in a similar way but but i do see that um that researchers have you know moved a, a huge distance in a c- relatively short time from very kind of focused on producing papers in academic journals to actually um you know trying to tackle some of the most difficult problems that we face today mm-hmm. um and it's not going to be done quickly but i think we're making progress
0: and how do you think um you and I, like at IDRC and at DFID, can actually help uh, progress. And
1: well, by by continuing to support this kind <laughs> of work for a start, um, but but by being by learning from our experiences so far and ensuring that the the way we design and deliver our research programs, um, you know, sort of. Uh, Helps um, these teams to work together in the, the most efficient and effective ways. That they remain focused on on achieving that objective of, of poverty uh, reduction, um, but that we, you know, we understand uh, the various incentives of the different players and and ensure that we facilitate. Um, uh, them working together best to deliver the outputs that we're looking for. Um, You know, it's just teamwork, isn't it? It's the same in any, in in lots of things. Um, But in this case, you know, you're dealing with teams who are, some are based in Cape Town, some are based in sort of England, some are based in Holland, you know, India, Pakistan, you know, it's it's difficult actually. Um, uh, But I think they've, mm, you know, I'm I'm amazed at some of the achievements that the teams have have, have um have delivered so uh, I think we can just continue exactly. pushing them mm-hmm. as ourselves pushing ourselves to become more focused on delivering uh, um impact um, uh, in whatever way we we think we can
0: okay and then well finally any words of wisdom or any last word that you would have you would like to share with us
1: well i think is that these are big problems mm. you know the, the poverty and 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 um and development is enormous in itself <coughs> and then you have things like climate change <laughs> layered yeah, on to yes, them yes you know you're dealing with you know enormous potential problems um i think uh, we just you know work hard and and try and convince others to join the effort and i think that's about as much as we can try and do um yeah.
0: Um, that's already a good start. Yes, I, I think, think that's so. I think good. so, yes. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much. Not at all, and thank you for doing this. Yeah, it, It's really our pleasure yes, to yeah. get to talk with you and, yeah. and learn more from your work.
1: Good. Thank, thank, thank you. you.